Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Allison Ching is a career coach and the author of a new book called You Don't Suck, the A to Z's or A to Z's Thank you. to make it. It is a self-development book that encapsulates uh, what real life maybe hasn't necessarily taught us in schools uh, and this idea that 92% of people who abandon their goals before they finish them and, and maybe they just need a dose of motivation and reality. So Allison Ching joining us in the studio now. Great to have you with us. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah. So tell us, how did you get the inspiration for um, making this book happen? You don't suck the A to Zs to make it. Well, I think, firstly, it's from my own experiences. Mm. I think I have taken many falls, but what I felt that it's not about failing, it's about taking the next step after the fall. Mm. So to to really like embrace what's the lesson learned, what's the how do you refine your approach to get better and achieve your goals. So... And when you have taken so many falls, you can compile it to make a book. <laughs> well, let's, let's, there you go. let's get there, Alison. Give the <laughs> listeners a, a sense of an overview of how you got here. You mentioned the falls uh, mm. along the way. What has what your career path been like? Very, very interesting question because I get asked a lot during interviews. I started off in the arts. Mm. And then I realized that, you know what, I wanted something more. So I went in search of, like, I guess, more opportunity. So I went for business school. Right. And after business school, I joined uh, some well-known companies, had a lot of experience with them. And right now, it's more, I think right now, after I've, I've come from a place of a lot of exploration to current, a place of ease. And the next step is how do I move from a place of ease to a place of passion? Yeah. To do what I've always wanted to do because I was in arts in the beginning was that I've always enjoyed writing. I've always enjoyed sharing. Mm. But at that time, I I mean, with limited information, experience or even guidance, I'm not sure how I could craft a successful career out of writing yeah. or of doing things that I love. So after a long road of exploration, I'm glad that I'm finally here right now where I can move from a point of ease to be satisfied with what I've achieved to go on to the next step. Well, that's interesting because yeah. as, a, as an author myself, uh, it relates a bit to our previous guest, the graffiti artist. Mm. A lot of challenges in Singapore Correct. to f- following your yeah. passion, yeah. and particularly if it's an artistic passion of any kind. In your case, my case, yeah. writing. Were there obstacles along the way? Did you have people, whether it's parents, family, peers, saying, oh, you can't make money doing that, go into business, do something else? Was it difficult to follow that passion? Yes, it was. Mm. And to be frank, I think my parents have been pretty supportive. Uh, I think the biggest critic came from myself. Oh. Because uh, I, I didn't really um, stay on the path of art was because I, I just wanted more money. Hmm. <laughs> well, well, it's a very honest Singaporean answer to yeah, things, isn't it? And a very appropriate <laughs> one on Money FM. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, I, so I've always felt like, okay, so allow me to use like book as an analogy, right? Say you're in chapter C right now and you want to get to chapter X. It's not always a straight path. Sometimes you have to go through, you know, a lot of twists and turns, a lot of detours hmm. to get you there. But, so yeah. it's interesting that you say that because you you were uh, an art student at NUS. You're an editor at Reuters News. Yeah. You did your MBA from INSEAD. You're a program director at different MNCs. I mean, you you have had a what many would say was a very successful career, more than one successful yeah. career yeah. along the way. But then at a certain point, you felt like this wasn't your 
wasn't necessarily your passion? You wanted to move more toward the coaching, more toward the writing? Is that how it was for you? Actually, yes and no, because um, I've always enjoyed like writing and sharing and inspiring others. So that is like my prize. So I've always kept my eyes on the prize. Mm. But it's also like, I think all the experiences that I have, I have spent more than a decade helping companies achieve a lot of like major milestones and goals through my roles as a program director. Uh-huh. And I'm really hoping to use that knowledge, that experience to translate that experience into helping people actually mm. achieve their own personal and professional goals. Yeah. So everything, I think, it comes a point where the dots start to connect and things in your life starts to converge. Mm. So if you're yeah. open to seeing that in your life, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you're open, I would say that... Um, a lot of times people don't stay on to the path or people wandered off the path was a lack of a strong why, a purpose and a clarity. Mm. As well as um, I think many people, especially the people whom, whom I've coached, did not realize the amount of work that it takes to get you to where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the book is called You Don't Suck, The New yeah. A to Z's to Make It. Was there a particular client or a personal story, an anecdote where you thought, that's it? I need to write this book. Was there an epiphany like that for you? Yes. Mm. Yes, it was. So a lot of my stories are inspired by like people around us, you know, because I've always felt that you don't need to be a CEO or celebrity or famous sports person to motivate and inspire. In fact, in chapter G, what inspired me to write that chapter, give it your best shot, was by an eight-year-old girl. So this eight-year-old girl, she lost the, the use of her right abdominal hand. So she was writing with her left hand. And she, every time she writes, she drops the pencil and then she'll pick it up again. So I went over to her and she would flash me like really nice smile and told me that my handwriting is getting better. Hmm. So at that time, it, it really hit me because I was like, wow, you know, she's eight years old and she had all the excuses in the world not to do her homework, mm-hmm. but she did it. And, and she's like giving her best shot and, and giving it her all. And that was when I realized, okay, have I been giving it my all, you know, because many times in my life, when you look back, I think I've chosen to stay on the sidelines. Mm, And she kind of like inspired me not to do so. I I don't know when you had time to be on the sidelines, Alison, with all the things (laughs) you've done. Exactly. Uh, We're talking to Alison Ching, the career coach and author. I suspect that maybe you're being quite self-deprecating, which is fine. Um, But but let's drill down a little bit on the book. Okay. And people that have perhaps not live to their fullest potential mm. or have maybe given up on a goal. You mentioned one of the statistics was 92% of people yeah. abandon their goals prematurely. Yeah. How do people go about, based on your book, getting back into it, getting their mojo back, getting back on track with things that they may want to do or, or new goals that they want to reach? What do you, what do you suggest to them? I, simple steps. Yeah, simple steps. So I think I would say that my book covers the three M's, the mindset, the methods, and the motivation. So mindset, like how do you set yourself right? Set up yourself correctly because it, it resilience, you need a positive growth mindset. Mm. And besides having the mindset, it's also about having the methods because it's all encompassing. So mm. methods would be like, how do you set the right goals how do you maintain momentum? How do you say no effectively so it doesn't take you away from your priorities? How do you how do you plan proper? Because we always have to plan for buffer. Life doesn't unfold mm. exactly the way you want it to be. Yeah. And then, you know, there's so there are many different methods that I've used. How do you set the right habits as well? And lastly would be like the motivation. So motivation hacks to keep going. So I've actually written quite a few that have worked for me and worked for a lot of people. Visualization 
affirmations and even celebration. Yeah, to be grateful for every little thing because it expands your ability to accept more things. Are we missing that in Singapore, you know, where we're so focused, as you were for many years, on making money, right? And paying the bills and the rat race that we are mm. all find ourselves in, oftentimes in this amazingly kiasu yeah. world that we live in in Singapore. Are, are we missing some of those, I guess, softer things about Hey, being being good to yourself, giving yourself good affirmations, getting mm. getting back on track, maybe that way, in mm. addition to the hardcore scheduling yeah. and goal setting and all that. Are we missing out on some of those other skills? I would say so. And yeah. I'm really direct, but I think that we we may complain a bit too much. Mm. No. Really? <laughs> Not in Singapore. <laughs> we spent three hours complaining on this show. <laughs> we don't yeah. celebrate enough. And I think that is actually very important because we tend to reserve celebrations for the big things. Mm. But that's not, I would go beyond that. In, in fact, in fact, like even the most mundane things, right? For example, a sunny weather, completing your task for the day. Mm. And if you think that those aren't meant, uh, like aren't worthy of celebrations, just think about how the opposite would affect you. Mm. Like a raining days and then leaving your work undone and having to go on, uh, do it the next day. Or even waking up feeling like crap. Mm. You know, so waking up feeling energized, it, it's a great feeling and you should celebrate that because it gives you yeah. the energy to start the day. So we forgot about all these things, yeah. these little things, and they actually build momentum mm. for well, greater that, things I mean, to come. That's yeah. such a good nice. point because we all know about Singapore's position on the happiness indexes. We work too hard. We sleep too little. We're constantly stressed. As a life coach and also some of your lessons in your book, mm. what would be some of the points, some of the salient points that you would say to our listeners when it comes to those who just feel a little bit stuck, you know, they're in that rut, they can't seem to get out of it. What would you say to them? Mm. There's so many things that I would say to them. One thing is to, I guess, look inside yourself and really see what drives you. What is that why? What is your purpose? What's that something that will motivate you to do that thing every day? So, so that's, that's really important. And then another thing is to really have a support group mm. because success does not have to be a lonely journey. A lot of times you, you want to do something, but it's hard to do it on your own without somebody to hold you accountable, without someone to guide you. So have a really strong support. What does that look like, though? You know, because say you're mm. in your 20s, mid-20s, late-20s, or yeah. early-30s. You're in a job that you really don't like, mm. but you don't necessarily see a way out of it. But you got to make, you know, you got to pay the bills and make money. How do, you, how do you get that support? How do you move forward? Now, for example, last week in, mm. in the new budget, we saw there's a lot of money that's going to be available for upskilling, uh, retraining, yeah. Up things $4, like dollars, that. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so is that, a, is that a strategy? Maybe take advantage of a, a government program, for example, to, to upskill into a new field that might be more interesting? Or, but how do you get that support group and those new opportunities going when, frankly, a lot of times it's easy to feel like you're in a, in a rut? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that people need to understand is sometimes you don't just go from A to Z or A to Z. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's your book. You're you, both you right. can say it however you want to. Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah. got both sides covered here. Yeah, American okay. and British. Okay. That, that, that's great. That's great. So um, you don't get from one point to another straight away. There's always a transition period that you have to go through. Like, yeah. for example, you're in this job job A right now and you don't really like your job but you like job C 
there are a lot of ways to to go about it slowly. Like, yeah. for example, try to identify some of the skills that could be transferable. Mm. Identify what your gaps are. Uh, get the certifications. Uh, seek a mentor because sometimes you don't. There are many ways for you to get there. We have so much information at our disposal. Mm. All the networking that we need. A lot of times, it's really the the effort. How much are you willing to work to get there? Yeah. And the transition period, it can be a little tougher to navigate. Yep. And which is why having a strong support group, having a mentor, having um, having a coach probably will help you to actually clarify some of the steps, mm-hmm. you know, challenge your assumptions about what you really want and what you don't want, and then help, help have like realistic, what's the short-term and long-term goal. So somebody, I mean, it yeah. probably comes down to first, somebody you, you can trust. Yes. So it could be a family member or it could be a colleague at work or it could be somebody you know from a social group or whatever. But finding that one person that you can say, hey, would you be my sounding board? Is that maybe a first step that could work for people? That would be a first step. But I've always felt that um, you don't just get your, your resources or your knowledge from one person because different people will play a different part yeah. in your life. To, that helps you to become a better person because you always need that friend who is like a teacher, who's like your sounding board, who's really strict. You always need the other friend who who have fun with you. Mm-hmm. you know. And you always need another person who even just do like silly things with you. So all together combined, they just make your life a lot more complete. Um, yeah. Just on that realistic goal thing, yeah. friends of mine, Singaporean friends, not just Singaporean friends, you say, what's your passion? What really drives you? And they'll be very frank, mm-hmm. money. Money drives me. But at the same time, the job I'm doing that gives me the thing I supposedly want, which is money, doesn't make me very happy. Mm. So there's a, how do you, and that's a very common story in Singapore. Mm. So how do you deal with that contradiction? What is your passion? Money. What makes you unhappy? The pursuit of money. (laughs) How do you deal with that? That's the tough one in Singapore that I think many Singaporeans face. It is. I would argue that money is not necessarily a passion. I like would what, agree with you, by the way, but I'm just saying what people say to me. Yeah, well, it's beyond money. What is it that you hope that money can get you? So you have to keep asking that question. Like, is it security? Is it something else? Is it a holiday? Then what do you link that security to? You know, is it making sure that your children have a better life than you? So it, it's not money is just the very first step, but you have to dig deeper mm-hmm. and then get to the root cause. And sometimes um, you may have to ask very difficult questions. Yeah. And that's not something that a person can do it themselves. And, and yeah. put yourself into a slightly uncomfortable position, which I'm, you know, I'm yeah. sure you've done several times with the different career changes yeah. you've had. That yeah. I'm sure that there were some moments you're like, wait, am I doing the right thing here? Or if not that, just, just getting through that uncomfortable phase. Yeah. Uh, Allison, we do have to leave it there. But if somebody wants to get in touch with you to mm-hmm. learn more about the book or to, uh, to just talk to you about your coaching, how do they find you? Um, they can look for me at my website, uh, Allison dot. Um, sorry, AllisonChing.com. Oh, that's easy. That's very. Easy. And your new book is called <laughs> "You Don't Suck: The New A to Z's or Z's to Make It." Where can they find the book? They can find a book on Amazon.sg, but it's available for worldwide shipping. They can find it on Kindle and Kinokuniya bookstores. Fabulous. Wow, you've taken yeah. care of all of it. All right, Allison Ching, uh, career coach and author. Thanks for being with us today. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.